0: In 1997, Richard Norris, age 22, misfired his gun and disfigured the majority of his face. In 2017, after 20 years of wearing masks and isolating himself, he became the 23rd person to receive a full facial transplant. His life changed forever. He was able to exist in public without people staring at him. He was on the cover of GQ and started getting thousands of letters from people inspired by his story. It's a truly inspirational story, but in 1997, when the accident happened, it was something from science fiction. The idea of completely remaking a face was something that seems so outrageous that a movie based on that idea would be completely unrealistic. It's that kind of unrealness that makes John Woo, John Woo. His 1997 film, which most consider his masterpiece, takes place in a world where jails make prisoners wear weird boots, where doves exist around every corner, and where facial transplants can happen at the drop of a hat. So join us as we venture into this alternate universe, it's Face up.
1: It's the eternal battle between good and evil, saints and sinners, but you're still not having any fun? This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford,
0: and I'm joined as always by... I'm Mark Wallington, and I could eat a peach for hours.
2: And I'm Chad Oliver, and if I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful?
1: I did not know we were talking about Call Me By Your Name this week. I thought we were talking about a film from 1997.
2: Uh, well, we are. And uh, they beat Call Me By Your Name to it. And Call Me By Your Name got too much recognition for tongue sucking and peach make loving.
0: You know, it's. I was thinking during this movie that I'm surprised. Like, I Could Eat a Peach for Hours should mm-hmm. be a line from Call Me By Your Name. And mm-hmm. Call Me By Your Name should be a line in Face Off.
1: Yeah, call me by your name. <laughs> yeah. The parallels are uh, there. They're basically the
2: same movie. Uh, everyone's thinking it already. Yeah. Um, I just wanted I, to put a voice to it. Yeah. So have peaches always been sexual? They look like an ass, of course.
1: They do kind of look like an ass, yeah. though, is the thing. Okay. I mean, we solved it. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure to so rate, review, and subscribe peaches,
0: to us on Peaches, Cherries.
1: Uh huh.
2: Mm-hmm. What other fruits are sexual, or oh, is it Grapes all are very sexual. Grapes
1: are very sexual. If you hold your tongue and say apple, it's kind of sexual because
2: it sounds like asshole.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Uh-ho. Apple. Yes. Yeah,
0: exactly. Apple. Huh. Yeah. What do you know?
2: Apple. Yeah. What do you know? Um. It's so this a... to hold your tongue. I hope you guys know that. <laughs> well, how hard are you holding it, Mark? You don't have to hold it that hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to rip it out. You dumb dumb this is best pictures on this podcast we talk about motion pictures um we try and figure out what the best movie is for every year we've been alive we do that by each having our pick and then we talk about the academy pick then we talk about the Razzie pick last week chad picked Um, Boogie Nights Boogie Nights Nights. Uh, my brain wanted to say Pulp Fiction that's not right Uh, Chad picked Boogie Nights this week Mark is picking Face Off but before we talk about that film we are going to talk about what we saw at the Megaplex Mark you want to start us off and uh, tell us what you saw at the Megaplex I
0: would love to um, I saw a little flick called, um, Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know if you've heard of it. That was me genuinely freaking the title of the movie and having to look at the book, the book on my bed. Um, <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. It's, uh, very good. It, um, it opens with a cover of a Beatles song. And that is the moment that I knew this movie was for me.
1: See, I knew there was something that sold you on it. I knew it. Like, there had to be some music cue because you were talking about like the music being so good. And I knew there had to be like, some Beatles reference.
0: They were playing money in parentheses. That's what I want. And I was like, good pick for this movie about rich people. And then right. the lyrics were in Chinese. And I was like, good pick about this movie about rich Asians. I yes. like it.
1: It's a good choice. Um, I also saw the film. I thought it was very good. I loved it. It was fun. We don't really see, like, rom-coms in theaters as much anymore. We had Love, Simon this year. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's really not that much. There used to be, like, one a month. Like, they're not gone, but they're just not...
2: It, it, it's we, the thing we we say every time there is a rom com is just like there's never rom coms yeah, yeah. anymore. But then like, but yeah, it is less frequent. Is the is the main point?
1: It truly is less frequent. Um, we can talk mm-hmm. about where all the rom coms are going later when we talk about my pick. But the theaters really isn't where they're going right now. It's because mid budget things aren't really getting theater releases. Yeah. You're either like small budget or huge budget. Yeah. Is kind of what's happening right now.
0: Yeah. I think what is interesting about calling this movie in particular a rom rom com. Um, is that it doesn't necessarily fit a lot of the tropes of rom-coms where it's like girl meets mm, guy, it fits a sure. girl and guy yeah. fall in love, thing happens and they almost break up. Like, they go into this movie years into a relationship.
2: Uh, we, just one year. Just one year. One year. Um, but yeah, I mean... Regardless, regardless. I feel like the meets the family, things don't go well with the family, they almost break up, they end up together. Spoilers, I guess. It's, uh, it's kind yeah, of a very it, rom-com thing. That it is. A lot. It but is. But it's,
0: it's it, not the traditional rom-com like chick flick that I'm. Like, I th- it's not the chick flicks like Meet Tat Hamilton, that I think of when I think of a rom com. Where it's like, why the fuck is that? <laughs> <way you go laughs> I genuinely to? could not tell you.
1: Um, so, so yes, you're right in the regards of when people say rom com tropes, they think about guy meets girl misunderstanding, yeah, they Harry think of they came Sally. together, yeah. Yeah. they think of like what that movie's spoofing, yeah. but Can this I truly does. Real quick? It's when yes.
0: a date with Todd Hamilton. Yes, it is. Mm. Thank you.
1: So um, when th- this still hits on a lot of tropes, but it, 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 Chad's right. It is more of the meet the family tropes. There's still the misunderstanding. It's very uh, almost similar break up trope. in yeah.
2: plot to meet the parents. Well,
1: I've never seen that film, nor will I ever. <laughs> it's so. pretty. It's
2: fine. It's better than huh? Crazy Rich Asians. I like Crazy Rich Asians, but I don't Probably think I'm as hot on it, you know. it as you guys are. <laughs>
0: Um, Well, much like Meet the Parents, it will probably lead into a trilogy.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and uh, if it's anything like Meet the Parents, the trilogy is nothing to write home about. Uh, Little Fockers is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, Not worth seeing with your dad. I actually
1: take uh, that uh, back. I have seen Meet the Parents. I haven't seen Meet the Fockers. I watched Meet the Parents and I was like, this is dumb. I I didn't enjoy it at all.
0: Isn't it funny that their last name sounds like the F word?
1: I, it's whoa h- uh, hilarious whoa, it's fucking, so fucking hilarious wait and his
2: first name's Gaylord so like his name is like Gay Focker <laughs> yeah that movie <laughs> ages <me>? super well <laughs> can, um, really? yeah yes, he goes yes, by Greg, that's a whole bit they do the
1: whole oh, movie yeah. cancel, it does not age well
0: cancel that movie <laughs> I, I, I like so
1: that may be part of it is when I first watched that movie was like four years yeah, ago yeah I watched I it before forget everybody
2: forget was it. so like uh, progressed I, <laughs> PC progressed i think is what i'm gonna say yes yeah. stick with that because
1: it's it's saying positive things yeah yeah no that's what
2: i'm saying it's like i saw it when like i would still have thought that that was funny
1: anyway what what else do you like about crazy rich asians mark
0: it it just felt so unique in its like its its whole cast it's one of the it's the first all asian major studio release since, like, 86 with Joy Luck no, Club. No,
1: it was, like, 95, I think, when that movie was out. 93, Still, still a think. long time. Yeah, right. whatever. Well,
0: we, it's, all, we all gave guesses. Um, it's, it's regardless, still it's been 20 years. 20 years, yep. um, Which is a travesty.
2: And yeah, I think yeah. my take on it is just it is basically... I was right. Uh, job, yeah. my, my take on it is basically that it's a more important movie than it is a good movie. I guess. Like, I'm glad it exists, true. and I should support I it. But it's just, it's just a fine rom com. It's like a good. It's just like I feel like, even though I haven't quite seen it before, because like it's an all Asian cast and all that, I've definitely seen the story before, and like it was kind of, I don't know.
0: I understand that take. That's how mm-hmm. I felt about, about Black Panther. Yeah, if you remember but i I don't necessarily agree with this one just because i it brought me such joy
1: and it brought well, me joy it's...
2: too but it's 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 just fine it's not great.
1: There is also a sort of tourism with it and especially like Mm -hmm. aspirational tourism because it is like rich people. So it's like seeing a world that I normally don't see depicted. Yeah. And that's Um, why. And then also like the wealth, really adds Mm -hmm. into that.
2: And the, the tourism element of it is kind of why I'm excited about reading the book because I'm going to read the book soon. Um, Because I feel like they'll probably go into more detail of like, the different culture and that's more what I was into. I feel like it was kind of a surface level thing in the movie. So Mm -hmm. yeah, but
0: I did kind of enjoy that. It was like, here's a different culture, but we're not going to be like, Oh, what is, how do I use these chopsticks? Right. It wasn't that.
1: It wasn't that. There's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a scene where they do a, uh, med- oh, I've never said this word out loud. Don't try mahjong. It. It's a game. Mahjong, yeah. <laughs> um, it, so th- there's a mahjong game, and um, they don't they don't explain mm-hmm. what's happening. Like you still understand the like dramatic uh, stakes and what happens within the scene, right. but they don't stop to explain the game to you. I think yeah. I think that's why the thing. I mean. <sighs> hmm, I don't know if I want to walk down this road, but I'm gonna (laughs) do it. (laughs) This is kind of how I feel with your Black Panther takes as well, is like, you guys are, I think, looking at them to be a bit more important than, like, more like, uh, to be saying something. They're about something big. They're like...
2: Mm. Uh, they they they're with, huge. With Black Panther. I think I was. I think I see what you're trying to say. That they're like that. They need to narratively and thematically be more important as important as just the fact that it exists is
1: right. Yeah. And what I love about it is it's just a movie. Yeah. Like, that's like truly that is what I like about it most. Is like this is just a rom com. I, like, I, I enjoy that about it a lot.
0: I completely agree. I do not think that Black Panther. And it's just a moviness is as good as everyone is saying it is.
1: Same. This isn't the Black Panther cast. It is not. Anyway, (laughs) um, but but I think it's fun. I love. I'm a sucker for like good rom coms. It's just like that's kind of the benefit of there being so many less now. Is like Mm -hmm. when most of them tend to be good. And when we do get them, they're
2: like the last three I can think of have all been like. Rom-coms you wouldn't expect, like The Big Sick, was like uh, mm, kind of sure. a culture you never saw before. Love Simon was about a gay guy. You guys are ignoring yeah. so many rom-coms
0: that you just don't want to consider. Like you, for- you forgot about the dumb Anna Faris movie you saw earlier this year, Chad. That's true. That's a rom-com.
2: That w- hey, and that had uh, uh, it was fifty percent white, fifty percent um, Hispanic, and uh, like half the movie, or like probably thirty percent of the movie, was in Spanish with subtitles. So. Which is cool. Yeah,
1: well, so there what I'm go. saying is, like, th- there is higher quality ones now because mm-hmm. there isn't just like a Katherine Heigl movie every like right. four months. Um, but th- what I'm saying is that there are super good ones that have come out like yeah, the, yeah. the the ones that everybody are talk everybody is talking about. It's not like when Sweet Home Alabama made a trillion God. dollars and then we go back and watch that movie and it's very bad. It's, Reese Witherspoon though should have should have 900 Oscars just not. For oh, that she's name. great
2: but that movie is terrible. Um, um this, this Crazy Rich Asians is way better than that movie for sure. Yeah, and like I phenomenal. liked it it was fine. I just don't think it's like I think the
1: wedding scene is absolutely gorgeous. I think I Met got
0: full body shivers during that wedding. It was insane, it, incredible.
2: I was just incredible. mad about how much money was spent on a wedding. insane <laughs> They're crazy uh, rich, Chad. I know, but like, I mean, this this poor people in Asia that they could have given that wedding cr- money to. Okay, hold on. That is the
1: best joke in the movie. Is so, Ken Jong plays like Aquafina's <laughs> dad or whatever, yeah. and they're like they have food mm-hmm. at a dinner table, and somebody's not eating. And mm-hmm. the thing in America we always say is "eat" because there's people starving in China. Yep. So what they say is "eat." There's people starving in America, which made me yep. like cackle. It was so it's, funny.
0: It is such a good joke. Yeah, um, that's a good. Uh, joke. I love Aquafina now. Um, yes. You didn't love her. After Oceans 8? Eight was enough. Well, she had like three lines in Oceans Eight, but she, she still was still so great. good. Um, but I loved her in this. This like really let her shine for as much as of the movie as she wanted to. Um, yeah. Also, she she,
1: she gets the PG thirteen f bomb, which is mm-hmm. always an honor. So great. What was the name yeah.
0: of the the gay cousin?
1: I don't remember his name, but he was very good. He's also fantastic. He
0: There were like three people in this. um, Them, and then there was another person. I'm blanking on who it was now, but I I was just watching and being like, these guys are just movie stars one day. I think,
2: well, that's kind of also the thing about the
0: the, the groomsman who was super self centered. I also loved
2: (laughs) him. (laughs) Yeah, he was funny.
1: The, the, you mean the guy from Silicon Valley? Yeah, like he's he's huge, the, like he's
2: awesome. The, oh my
0: goodness, that's the guy from Wow. Okay. Yes.
2: Yes. The ma- uh, I heard the main uh, the main dude, like the love interest guy, was uh, this was like his first role ever. Yeah, and he was fucking good. Yeah, he was so <laughs> great. Like. Um, movie Jimmy quality.
1: Chan is awesome in it. Constance Wu is in it, and that's Michelle not even yo. talking about the goddamn legend Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> yeah, like she. Uh, I just watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which like, and the first two episodes of Star Trek Discovery. So I've been on a Yo kick, and it's been
2: incredible. She's so awesome. Hey Chad, so what did you see? Um, I saw Black Klansman, and this is a movie that's uh, important in a lot of ways and really good. And, uh, yeah, everyone should see it. I think it's, like, the... I think, Cody, you put in your letterbox that it's probably the first movie this year that's, like, definitely um, an Oscar best picture nom. Um,
1: Yeah, I think so. mm -hmm. Because a lot of people were saying Black Panther before, which even I, who love it, felt was crazy. Yeah, I don't love it. it's crazy,
2: obviously. But, But, But now
1: that there's best movie... I think that's where Black Panther is going. Right. Um, but yeah, this is the first movie I've seen. Because as much as I love Paddington 2 and as much as okay, critics love Paddington 2, they're going to forget about it by the Oscars. Let me stop so. you right
2: there because you went, you blew past the best movie like it was a normal thing. He's talking about the the best popular. People know.
1: We explained it last but time. But like
2: not everyone listens to every episode. So best movie versus best film is how we're coping with... Best uh, Best Picture versus Best Popular uh, Achievement Bo- popular film. film. Yes, uh, which is where Black
1: Panther is going to go this yeah, year. Yeah, for
2: sure. That'll get
1: as mm-hmm. as much as I love Paddington too. The Academy is not going to pay attention to it, even though the BAFTA's did. Yep. The um, well, BAFTAs um, so, don't have Best Movie. No, truly, Black Klansman feels mm-hmm. like the first movie I've seen this year where it's like, okay, so that's getting nominated, and so. Other than the trailer for Mission Impossible Fallout.
2: <laughs> right. Which, like, best achievement in popular film, that goes to the trailer. Like, it's not saying it's the best movie. It's just... Uh, right. Yeah, so it's the trailer... It's an
0: achievement related to a popular film. Right.
2: So the trailer should... I actually should think that
0: it'll just be nominated? the reloading the arms.
2: Right. The right. gif where everyone noticed that his beard grows out and his pocket appears. Um, but yeah, Black Landsman is really good. It, like... Other movies have like taken me on more of like a ride throughout, but the end of this movie just made me feel like more things just like on a deep level mm-hmm. than any other movie has like achieved um and there's a
1: lot of people mad about that ending calling it
2: exploitative I've and seen stuff like that. precisely I one just, person,
1: and I know you've I've seen, seen s- that person too, but yeah i've seen i I've seen a couple okay. and it it's just kind of like. Yeah, but that's the point, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, is it exploitative to show something that happened? I don't know. It's kind of like how Zero Dark Thirty, like, starts with 9-11 calls. It's like, yeah. I don't think
0: that any of that is exploitative. I, I mean, agree that's yeah. that's what
1: I'm saying I don't think any of it is because A relevant to the story yes. B the movie is trying to challenge you and like yeah. point your face in things
2: and it wasn't just the end of the movie that it was like relating things to modern day it was like uh, I mean, throughout they were like making references. Some of them were a little more on the nose than other. Like, yeah, and not as good. <laughs> not but as yes. Good. Like, at one point, he was like, "I don't think the United States would ever elect somebody who's bad." <laughs> it's right, like, right. Okay, guy. But David uh,
1: Duke does the, the David Duke line is mm-hmm. the one that is very good, where he's like. um, yeah. You know, the most important thing for us to do is to get somebody who supports our causes as president.
0: Yep. And like that
1: and line was like, oh, God, And then he
2: that actual man literally supported our current president. Let's not get too political. Oh, Let's not thing get thing political, but
0: also ran for president a couple of years after that movie.
1: Yes, he did um, He's actually run for president a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, he I mean yeah, I, I don't think it's like getting into politics to just say the truth which is that he supported um, our current president yeah um, He thought that's was, the
2: dude I want in office. yes hmm.
1: um, I there there's a lot of kind of controversy about it right now because it's um, it's it's not a hundred percent true um yeah, and so you guys know uh, how i feel about that based the, on the great part
0: what's Boots riley has he wrote a long thing on twitter about how um yeah the, the detective actually did a lot so there's there's in the beginning of the movie that um the black detective is like infiltrating this um black power rally mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and in the movie it's like he does one he goes to one event and then he starts doing the KKK. And then Boots Riley was saying that in reality it was like he did three years of that. Um But things
1: like, get condensed for a movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean
0: I don't, I don't know, know enough about the history. I think that Boots Riley might have a good point. I, I think
1: he I think he probably does, but I've I've made this argument before with Braveheart of all movies, is that <laughs> I'm gonna watch the movie as the movie and react to how the movie is, and not Mm. really like let how real life happened affect me. I know that. I mean that may be be a privileged place to approach it from.
2: Everything that Ron did after that is like no, pretty factual. No, No? according to
0: (laughs) according to Boots Riley, and I'm just gonna cite what he's saying because I Mm -hmm. don't know his sources, but he was saying that the FBI's Um, And you can cut as much of this as you think is boring. Um, I'm
2: interested, so we'll see.
0: The FBI's, like, their interest in the KKK was as a force to disrupt the, like, the Black Power movement. Like... According to Boots Riley, they never stopped any bombings, and instead, they actually... Well, the bombing
1: definitely didn't happen. That's 100% added, as well as his girlfriend. Those are not... None of that's factual. But
0: according to Boots, the FBI, and including Ron Stallworth, were involved in, like, instigating KKK violence against Black Power.
1: Yes, and then there's also a lot of what he's saying is the movie's a lot more sympathetic towards cops... It, like, adds mm. a bunch of things in that. It
2: adds one didn't happen. cutesy, like, gotcha moment to, like, be like, hey, it's bad when cops are racists, but... And uh, none of that was real. Which I, I but, thought but, that might have been added in. Um, there, there's Boots Riley's there's,
0: argument was basically that this movie was, like, not all cops, but it was rewriting history and rewriting mm. it over a very, like, evil thing that the police has done.
2: Right. Interesting. I, I'll read uh, more into this because I I don't feel right. like I know enough to like really say anything on it. But interesting. I'm
1: not that I'm not that well versed on it. I just my stance has been before like mm-hmm. I'm reacting to the movie. Yeah, and, and as a movie, so it's it,
2: great and important.
1: Yes, I think it's good to know the history. I I think it mm-hmm. is good that I know the truth about the history. I just don't know that. Knowing that stuff didn't happen makes the movie worse. So uh, the two things can exist in my mind. So what is basically what I'm saying?
0: Well, but that's that's because you know both of them.
1: And the and the potentially damaging thing is when people don't. Yes, yeah, I yeah. understand that.
2: When the movie says uh, that it's based on some for real for real shit, and it's not.
0: Yes. I'm sorry. Is it the, ir- the joint says that it's based on some for real for real?
2: Damn, shit. you're right. spike lee always says spike lee joint. i'm trying
1: to remember if he did an old boy because that feels like a weird movie to do that too um he did an an
0: inside man which is also kind of a weird movie to do that with
1: gotcha um anyway it's a good movie i i mean chad and i have been predicting oscar (laughs) categories for it already Um, get
2: adam driver an oscar he had a really complicated awesome performance
1: I think there's a high chance of that one. I think a Topher Grace one in like, I mean, this year's going to be too busy. But It feels yucky to
2: nominate him. Even though it was very good, it just still feels yucky. (laughs) I
1: think that's low-key one of the more brilliant performances in that movie because he doesn't play David Duke as a caricature. Uh, He plays him as what he is, which is like an unassuming, like, oh, I'm a smart dude, which is... Um, this isn't a hot take here, but it's uh, the more dangerous r- racists are the ones who try and like argue it oh, yeah. uh, academically. It's the Richard Spencers. It's the people like that. Oh yeah. Um. So I think that performance is good. I think John David Washington, like holy shit, he mm-hmm. popped out and like is going to be the like his dad's Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. I could see very much John David um Washington following in the steps of his dad of being like yeah, I'm going to be, like, <laughs> nominated all the time. Yeah, like, he's amazing. so good. No, he was amazing. Um, And I think writing's a good call. I think directing's a good call. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's... I think this First is the time Oscar time we've had so far.
2: They uh, had no really? representation, and they, like, snagged the rights to the story before, like, anybody else did. And uh, That's awesome. somehow got it to Spike Lee. But, yeah, first-time screenwriters, the pair...
1: Um, Yeah, I think it's super good. It's the first real Oscar movie of the season uh, until Nutcracker in the Four Realms came out. Right, obviously, obviously. Um, Uh, What did you see, Cody? So I saw a movie not at the Megaplex. I saw a movie at my own personal Megaplex on a screen. Um, Um, It's
0: like Netflix is the Megaplex of the internet.
1: Exactly, and mm. so this this is what I was alluding to earlier when I said this is where a lot of rom coms are going because they're mid budget, and it's Netflix. Um, there was Set It Up this year, which I unfortunately have not watched yet, but uh, the one that I watched this weekend, and I'm sure you've seen buzz about on the internet, is To All the Boys I've Loved Before, um, which is based on a book by Jenny Han. Um, it also has an Asian American protagonist. Um, and it's played by Jubilee from uh, X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> if anybody fucking remembers X Men Apocalypse, uh, she didn't get a lot to do in that movie. No, one did. Um, she, it also has Wait. Mona Chad. Jubilee from, was
2: Olivia Munn, right? Nope, no,
1: that Olivia was Munn. that was Psylocke. Was. Psylocke, was Jubilee? Yes. Uh, Jubilee, <laughs> exactly. She was in. <laughs> she uh, she had the yellow like jacket. She was at uh. the school. She did nothing in the movie. We didn't even what see her power powers. Th- we didn't see her power set? Not in the movie, oh. no. I know who Jubilee is because I read comics. She's right. a vampire right now. I'm trying to remember um, her in the
0: movie. Normally she does like fireworks now. from her fingers and she's a pop she does star. fireworks. Okay, yeah.
1: cool. <laughs> um it also has Mona from Pretty Little Liars, Chad. You'll remember that. Oh, I remember Mona um, actress. Mm-hmm. Um she was, it also,
2: she was a model at the time when she started Pretty Little Liars.
1: I think so, yeah. yeah. What is it that actually name?
2: I, dude, I don't know. She's Mona.
1: Um uh, it's Mona. It also has um the male lead from Happy Death Day
2: in it for a bit. Um, uh, the yeah, yeah, the nerdy the, nerdy dude. the guy that yeah. like <laughs> she woke up in his room over and over again. Yes. He was great. Exactly. I like
1: him. Yes, I him. like him. Um so, and it's just about so the premise is um so her name is Laura Jane. And Laura Jane like does this thing whenever she has a crush where she writes a letter to the crush and like keeps it in like this box. And so then all the letters accidentally go out. And so all the crushes see them. And then it like just kind of deals with what happens after that. And it's a cutesy Mm. romance. It's. It, it it's similar to Crazy Rich Asians where it hits a lot of tropes you expect but like it's such a pleasant ride and it's so cute and hmm. you start falling in love with Peter Kavinsky who is kind of this jockey boy um, it's it's so good <laughs> like it truly is so good I it was the perfect like Sunday morning movie for me to watch um, I love it, it's very good I recommend you boys watch it um, like it's not gonna like you know make noise at uh, an awards race or anything like that but no. it is a very i could this is a i mean and it's also based on a book series that has three books netflix is going to make all three of the movies after the response that it got this weekend and it, i could see this yeah. one is like a movie that people revisit a lot because it's a comfort food movie yeah it's great Good. Okay, i'll check um yeah, yeah, you boys should watch it. So now we should talk about the movie we've gathered here to discuss. Uh, Mark, you picked Face Off.
2: Um, why?
0: Oh, just why? Um, just, just, yeah, why. just why?
2: Why? <laughs> I'll. Yeah. Why? Why did you pick this movie?
0: <laughs> so when I go to pick a movie for this podcast, mm-hmm. I I narrow. I go to Letterbox and I narrow down the movies that I've seen. Let's be honest, ninety seven not a fantastic year um, um well,
2: uh, well boogie nights came out in 97
0: <laughs> i had not seen boogie nights previous to this podcast
1: um, mm-hmm. also, also he didn't have first jet. pick yeah you had first pick i mean pick. Um, hell,
2: men in black came out this year men in black so and it was pretty good
0: my front runners going into this podcast were i don't know george of the jungle goodwill mm. hunting um, mm. So I did some exploring on the old Netflix, the at-home movie, play, uh, Megaplex. Um, and I I did some exploring. I watched Jackie Brown. It's fine. Uh, and then I moved on to Face Off. And, you know, there's just something about Face Off. It's, it's – I think the word for Face Off is that it's just big um, mm. in every sense mm. of the word. It's yeah. like – it's completely over the top. It is – I mean, it starts yeah. with a dream sequence that is just a memory. Can um, I tell
1: you? Can I like uh, tell you what uh, word I would use to describe face off?
0: Yes, please.
1: Noise. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> it's all noise. It's can very I also, loud. Can I also read you something, Mark? Um these are all the movies that I think are better than Face Off that came out in 97. And okay. it's not counting Boogie Nights or Starship Troopers, which sure. is my uh, choice for my movie next week, or yeah. the next episode.
0: Hold on. Let me point out, I picked picked this movie... Um at a certain point, so some of these movies I might have seen after I picked this movie.
1: Sure, who cares? Um, the Ice Storm is better have than Face Off. It. L.A. Confidential better than Face Off. Scream Two, Scream Two is better than Face Off. Jackie Brown is better than Face Off. Is Life not. is Beautiful is better than Face have Off. Not seen it. Titanic is better than Face Off. Couldn't have picked it. As true, as good as it gets is better than Face Off. And not seen it. The Game is better than Face Off.
2: Hey, have uh, not seen it. Liar, well. liar.
0: Not that great of a well, movie no. Better no, than that's Face pretty Off bad. No I'm gonna stand up to that one uh, I don't think also, Jackie Brown is better than Face Off
1: Hercules Yep
0: I have not seen it in full
2: uh, You've not seen Hercules in full? <laughs> Hold on <I'm laughs> Hold sorry. on Cancel the uh, podcast. What? Okay do we have our next bonus up uh, Yes <laughs> Maybe or no, I don't know now. Okay
1: uh, um, Waiting for Guffman um, I've not seen
2: it You keep naming movies I haven't
0: seen Cody. Spice World probably is better I haven't seen it
1: Having just
2: seen airbud, face-off. airbud, airbud, <laughs> a- no, airbud, 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 airbud. Hey, you've said airbud a lot, and sorry, uh,
1: I, I my agree. brain broke for a second. Uh, um, like Stephen King's version of The Shining, I haven't watched it. That was like the straight TV, TV version, movie. right? So yeah. you'll
0: notice turbo that Power haven't... Rangers movie. Turbo Power Rangers movie, Mark. I just uh, want to apologize to all of the listeners who are just having their ears blown out by Cody and his poor microphone technique.
1: No, chat will fix it in post. I can't uh, fix I you holding
2: the microphone that close to your face and screaming in post. You're peeking a lot.
1: <laughs> You'll fix that.
2: Um, I can't. Yeah, it's, you it's will sound very bad for in this part of that. the podcast. <laughs>
1: um. Basically, bad choice. Anyway, what 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 was your thought process here? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I genuinely enjoy the fact that John Woo said I'm gonna make an action movie that is just an action movie, and it's just gonna be fucking insane um, in terms of its plot, in terms of its characters, in terms of its action. Um and also in terms of its directing, just bonkers. Everything that's happening here <laughs> makes um I mean it makes sense, but it it is it's huge. Yeah, I, but that's like the word But
1: for like it. good action I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. A there's definitely like action movies that are good, um that like Mission Impossible Fallout would be one of those. I don't yeah. think that is. I also think the action in this movie
2: is truly bad.
0: I I think that there is a lot of incredible action in this movie. The nope.
2: opening action sequence is good. I think the rest of the movie, the action's pretty bad. I think it's like actively bad.
0: I think that the boat chase scene is amazing. Nope. <laughs> I think that the plane scene is amazing.
3: Uh-uh. No thanks. Um, Parts of the I boat think... scene
2: are kind of cool, but the plane scene... Uh, the, the, the opening sequence? The plane scene? Yeah, that part's yeah. good. I like that part.
0: The plane scene is awesome. I think yeah. um, I like the fight in the prison. I don't like don't all like of that. the gunplay. but No, I it's do
2: bad. Yeah, it's bad. I, all of that's bad.
0: I think that it just hasn't held up that well. Well yeah. we
1: can talk about it now. What I think is bad is none of the action is good action, it's just explosions. Like that is my problem with it, is it's not like there, there's like nothing explosions. So so now these are <laughs> like good I, I don't
2: practical I just, explosions they seem sure i just don't think
1: that makes a good action scene i think that makes a lot of noise i if i want to see like things happening in an action See,
2: when you said it was a lot of noise i thought you were referring to like every time the camera would move dramatically and it would make like that's also part of it i i I think i
1: think it's just a lot of that in general but like to me it's just the action is just explosions which Mm -hmm. to me is just nothing um but uh, here's what i want to ask chad yeah, Mark, we're going to talk about the movie, which means we'll talk yeah. about good stuff. We're just yeah. getting out our thoughts. There are things here. I Fine.
2: really like about this movie. The action is not one of movie. I completely the expected
0: Cody to not like this movie. Sure,
1: You did expect it? Oh, yeah. I oh, love yeah. action movies. So You don't
0: like this kind of action movie? No, because
1: it's just noise. <laughs> Chad, yeah. is this the worst movie that somebody has picked as their main pick? So I'm not counting Oscar um, movies. I'm not counting right, Razzies.
2: Right, right, right. Let me think back. Yeah, I think it is. Okay, it's not
1: for me, but I'm glad Chad made you feel what, awful. What, wait, what is it <laughs> for, worst
2: you? for you? Cody? Dazed and Confused. You guys know my feelings uh, on that one, okay. wow. and, and a lot you of people really will disagree. Don't, you really I, don't like Days. It really you're bothered me. Some yeah. serious shit about this movie. I and know. Then you're gonna go yeah, back we, and we, say if
1: you want to hear about what I feel about days and Confused, you can just go back to. Is
2: that episode still available? Some of them started it, disappearing on it, iTunes. We, we
1: probably That's should weird. figure that out. Yeah, um, so yeah, it um go back and listen to it. Um if it's not on iTunes, find it on Podbean.
0: I yeah. think that um this is my second least favorite movie that's been picked and I think The Fugitive might be my least favorite. Oh, I love The
1: Fugitive. Oh, that the Fugitive- movie The Fugitive ruled. is very
0: good. All of these good. movies are very good.
1: Mm, I don't yeah um I don't know about very good. we've watched some stinkers um,
0: <laughs> okay well all of the all of the pickies have been very good
2: yeah, this is uh, so wh- far from the bottom of my uh like movies we've discussed on the podcast, but I think it's my least favorite right that one of us has picked
1: it's seventeenth out of twenty six for me so it's it's towards the bottom but I don't know. We have a lot of picks left. Somebody else could make a worse pick. I don't see it happening, but it could. I think I've probably
2: think got a pick or two that Cody's going to say yep. is worse than Face Off. <laughs> probably. Um, I just, I genuinely
0: think that 97 was not a great year for film. I on also it, don't love yeah. Titanic, from what I. I've only seen it once and it was a couple years ago. Could change my mind. Yeah, don't I
1: can't wait till we watch Titanic and both of you haters are like dunked on because like hey I uh, I What think makes it's you think good. I hate that movie? I don't know, I just assumed you did
2: because there's um, kind of okay, a Okay, so there's room on the
1: right. uh, piece yeah, of
2: furniture for Jack that. to climb up.
1: Fuck uh, that. It's called it is it's called so, narrative.
2: Uh, um it's got emotional. There's room ding. for the the dude to fit on the thing. Ding.
1: Uh, um, this so, scene
2: does not contain nudity, and I objectify <laughs> women. Ding. Yeah, um, I why are I you just
0: two million dollars. A ding.
1: So I think um we'll we'll talk about it when we get into the Titanic episode. Yeah. But there but there is just some like film <laughs> dude ness where it's like no, we all hate Titanic. So I just thought I don't, want we, to hate. I don't it, hate Titanic. It's it's good. Um it, it it's the movie that I can think about that would have won best film and best movie at the new Oscars. Um so because it won uh Kids Choice Awards, we talked about that.
0: Lord of the Rings would also probably win best film and best movie.
1: Part of me thinks that if it existed it would have just won best movie.
2: Um, I
0: disagree.
1: So
2: Mark, we'll get into the I'm I'm looking at my ranking. Go. I'm I'm putting Face Off above everything. Th- that we didn't pick except for Schindler's List. So everything else, it's better than all the Oscars and Razzies. Okay. okay. That's where I'm putting it.
1: That's fair. Do you guys want to get into the plot?
2: Uh, yeah, the plot's really interesting. <laughs> no. Interesting is a word for it. Here's yeah. the
0: thing. I think that... So Cody has problems with the action. Mm-hmm. Yes. What I think is great is that all of the problems with the action... It's, you know, it's too big. It's just explosions. I think that the plot could probably be summed up in it's just explosions in terms of, like, it's just, like, huge scenes of, I I think, like, the action is over the top. The plot is over the top and crazy. The acting is over the top and crazy. And bad. It is, like, I think everything in this movie is on the exact same level, which is impressive.
2: I guess. It's an interesting take, but I like the big performances, and yeah, I'll say that. I like the big performances a lot. I think that I... I, I, They took this huge idea, and these actors are like, they're not like half-assing it. They're like giving like fully realized like...
1: But
0: not
2: good. Like
1: I just, I don't think the performances Mm -hmm. are good at
0: all. I think that they are perfect for this movie
2: there are moments in each of the performances that are like really impressive there i
0: think that like they are completely unrealistic they don't make any sense in the exact same way that this movie is completely unrealistic and doesn't make any sense in the, in the exact same way that the action in this movie is completely unrealistic and doesn't make any sense
1: I just, like, I don't know that that's a good, like, qualifier to pointing to something as good. as like, it doesn't
2: make sense, any of it, so it's good. Like, so, I just, like, I it's, don't. It's like, no, I mean, it's it, incohesiveness, it, like, makes it cohesive
0: in a way. <laughs> I don't think that any of it is incohesive. I, yeah, maybe that well, was a
2: poor choice. Okay, but, like, it, no, it's.
0: Maybe. I don't think any of it is incomprehensible either. No, no, no. It, it, you, you track yeah. What's happening. It's, it's, you can
1: understand it. No,
0: but, but I think that it is all like at the same exact level of like, can I buy into this? Like, um, uh, we were, uh, Never mind. Um, I was going to bring up a movie that we talked about off mic. Um, but it, it didn't tie in as well. Just cut this part out. Future Chad. Sure. Um, yeah,
1: I would. I would just say it makes a hundred percent sense why this has become a memeable movie. That this is yeah. a movie that people point to. That doesn't make it good to me. I I legitimately think Nicolas Cage and John Travolta are like kind of bad in this movie.
0: I completely disagree. I
1: completely I-
2: disagree with that
0: too.
1: I think they are bad. I think the performances are like not good. I I, I think they're what just- about
0: them aren't good.
1: It's just shouting. It's just, it, it's it's the Wicker Man performance from Nicolas Cage. Like, no, it's not. He's
2: doing different things here. No, I don't think, I think any of it's good. I think good. what
0: is amazing about each of their performances is that you can see every scene. Like, they are playing two characters at the mm-hmm. same time for most of the movie. They're playing a character yeah. who is playing a character. And I think that that is such an interesting thing. And to mm-hmm. be able to read you can see in their performance what their character is thinking, but also what their character is doing to convince everyone around right. them that they're like, a different person. Mm-hmm. And that I, is intriguing They're emoting
2: different things to the characters around them than what they're obviously thinking at certain points. It's like really interesting I stuff. don't and like, think that comes unfor- through. The uh, like unfortunate for me, thing that about it is kind of what through. Cody's hitting on is that um, – Nicholas Cage's character is very like at the beginning of the movie is very shouty. So yep. when John Travolta's character is pretending to be him in his skin, he'll be shouty. He just shouts. And when, like I don't and when think the there's it, I don't is, think there's
1: much more to it than that. But, like it does not. But seem... But th-
2: there is more going on. Like when I think, when John Travolta is. <laughs> so this is getting weird, but when he is like uh, playing Nicholas Cage. Having like an introspective moment, it just is Cage. You see Cage's mannerisms. You see his like the way he thinks about things. I don't know. It's a re- really interesting performance. I think one of
0: my favorite moments in the movie and the the point at which like the th- what the actors are doing kind of clicks mm-hmm. is when um uh not Caster Troy Sean Archer in Caster Troy's body so john travolta in nick cage's body goes to the Mm -hmm. prison and he gets in that fight and he's getting the shit beat out of him and then you can see it click that he is caster troy and that he should be playing caster troy and then you can just Mm -hmm. see that he's like okay i can do whatever i want because caster troy does whatever he wants Mm -hmm. and you can see that switch flip and then he just goes crazy and he's just shouting. I'm Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. And he like, yeah, it's it very ve- subtle.
3: But
0: it, <laughs> I mean, it's not, but neither is the character
2: or the movie um, <laughs> or the movie. Yeah, like even um, an ounce of
1: it. Okay, we're we're we're, we're we're super jumping around. Yeah. Let's get into the plot. That's Can I just finish my point though? It. Because sure. I, ju-
0: I just wanted to say that that you could see in his face, you could see him being nervous about being seen as faking it but also enjoying the fact that he could finally vent his frustration and be a bad guy
2: yeah
1: sure okay so
2: that's all that's all there in the performance i agree they're really they're brilliant
1: so caster troy he's a freelance assassin and sociopath this is the Nicolas cage character Mm -hmm.
2: and he has a Uh, mustache at the
1: beginning of the movie Sure. Oddly it's the enough. show time has passed, I guess. <laughs> yep. He he, ad, he attempts to assassinate FBI special agent, Sean Archer, who is John Travolta, who is riding on a carousel with his son. Um, Archer survives, but the bullet went through him and killed his son. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a very like Punisher, um, yep. like yep. origin story, Yep. Uh, um, it, it, which is ironic because John Travolta becomes the villain in the next uh, Um punisher movie movie. after this uh also funny
0: because tom jane is in this movie somewhere
1: yep um so six years later archer is leading the hunt for troy which um is a bad call don't (laughs) bad idea don't know why that was allowed like i don't think that would literally ever be allowed that you could hunt the person who killed
2: your child yeah conflict of interest in the larger sense of the word
0: this is face off so it's allowed yeah Um, yeah i guess i'm Sure.
1: <laughs> so it, it culminates in his team um, ambushing Troy and his brother Pollux, um, which again, they all have real human names um, at LAX. Uh, Do you want to
0: know the story behind those names?
1: Not really, but sure.
0: Castor and Pollux are two twins from Greek mythology, and they make up the... Uh, at some point, like Zeus throws them off into a space, and they become the constellation Gemini.
1: Cool. <laughs> like I don't know what that has to do with these characters. Though. Um, and I then guess then they're
0: brothers. A, they're they're twin brothers. Um, oh, are they, they supposed to be then, twins?
2: No,
1: so. they're not. Maybe, no, maybe they're not. not.
0: But they are brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I there's some relation between Sean Archer and some other constellation
1: uh probably uh the one with the bow and arrow yeah, yeah.
3: probably
2: him
1: <laughs> um so troy um taunts archer with the info that a bomb will be going off in a few days but then he gets knocked into a coma before
2: archer learns anything specific um really awesome action scene i really liked it a lot i uh, the, the car chase onto the the runway um terminal the the plane crashing into the building. The, the flying helicopter flying above the plane and like pushing its yeah. way down until it crashes. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great.
0: I think it really does also set the tone for this movie. It being like, the beginning of this movie is a, a plane crash and a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is going to be so, the kind of movie with plane crashes and helicopters. Yeah,
2: a l- larger-than-life type plot it's getting you ready for that
0: but also I mean from literally the first moment in which it starts in like a the that uh, flashback Cody was talking about with the assassination was is filmed like a dream sequence
2: yeah I hate like a ballet
0: it's really weird and I don't Mm -hmm. know if I love the choice but it does Mm -hmm. kind of set the fact that the oh I was reading about how John did it intentionally to set up like hey this movie is gonna be weird got it
2: okay Interesting. I don't know if it really works for me pets- in that way, but yeah. it just, it just, it came across as like cheesy dream sequence for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, in this scene, we're introduced to the weird thing John Travolta does where he touches people's faces a lot. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Uh, like it, I was watching this with, um, my fiance and she, like came in during one part and John Travolta did that face thing. And she was like, is he supposed to be blind? And I was like, Nope.
2: Yep. that <laughs> He literally seems like a blind person. That's way, just what he does. He and it's starts bizarre. at the top of the forehead and drags down to the bottom of the chin. And it's, yeah. it's a weird thing he does. <laughs> It's weird.
1: So the bomb is real but Pollux won't reveal any information about it. The solution to this, of course, is for Obviously. Archer to get a it's for Archer to get a face transplant of
2: Troy's face mm-hmm. as well as his voice and go and like um, a liposuction and like his scars are removed, his body hair, everything.
1: Truly truly, <laughs> I, truly I, I I saw this scene and uh, this is where I started to dip out a little bit because <laughs> they literally just cut off the face Mm -hmm. and put it perfectly on somebody else's like there was a very successful face transplant that happened like recently and i looked at those pictures that's not how it fucking works no at all anyway um you're also like body and build doesn't change but we don't have Um, to get cinema sense yeah there's
2: there was this click hole thing that went around There was this click hole thing that went around where it was like uh This kid loves uh, Robert Downey Jr. so much that Chris Pratt wore his skin and visited him in the hospital or something like that. (laughs) And it, of course, looks like a nightmare because the faces weren't uh, compatible for each other. Um, And yeah, John Travolta's face is a very different face from (laughs) Nicolas Cage's face. Different head shape, different all of that.
0: I I think, I mean, A, this movie needs no explanation for anything because it's face-off. Um, mm-hmm. But No, it
1: kind of does.
0: If you're building a world,
1: <laughs> you kind of need to it, have well, they rules ex- for they the world. It explain, kind of does.
2: You're right. They explain also, the rules a little bit.
0: They, they explain the rules that they will, they like, they talk about how they will like restructure his bone to match mm-hmm. p- Caster's bone structure. Yeah. And then build the face back on top of that. Um, and also, like, shave his body and remove scars mm-hmm. and give him a liposuction so he's the same body type. And have him mean, either,
1: like, lose or gain muscle mass, also yeah. gain, lose height, yeah. you know, <laughs> the hair, you know, well, they do, not a thing. But... they do
2: bring back the hairline uh, and oh, the dye hair, right. I guess. But uh... the,
0: the mechanics of it aren't explained, but they do say that, they, that, that they're not like, okay, we'll just put a new face on you and that'll be mm-hmm. it. They do kind of explain how his body is different.
2: Oh, so, um, very fun fact since we're at this part of the movie, um, the facility that they go to, to do all this stuff. Um, I've been to the place where all the external shots are filmed. It's just, uh, some dude's house.
1: <laughs> cool. Interesting.
2: Yeah. It looks like a futuristic, like weird laboratory. So that's why they used it, but it's just a house. Interesting. Uh, yeah, in- some entertainment in- lawyer lives there and his son uh, makes clothes for homeless people. And so oh, cool. I worked on this like commercial that was like spotlighting him. Uh, it's a weird shoot. Um, but yeah, I was there. And like when I saw that on camera, cause I have like literally a picture from the Hill that they shot the establishing shot on my phone. And it like looks exactly <laughs> the same as the shot in the movie. And I was like tripping out cause it was like, Oh my gosh, I ha- that's weird. I, I took that um, footage essentially. Um, yeah, that was fun for you, me. You I really like that it. part of the movie. it? <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> It
0: looks vaguely futuristic. When this when the script was originally written, this was set in the future. And then mm-hmm. John Woo was like, "No, put it in the present." Which, but he I, didn't necessarily remove future things. I know. Just right. that it's I think, things set in the present.
1: I think that's a major problem with this movie. I think if you right. set this movie in the future, good. Like I think like it a, would improve it by like a full star.
2: Yeah. If it was like in a Judge Dread type. World, sure it would because, I'd buy so much more of because you doing. can't just
1: drop this shit in and then be like no no no. everything else is normal um <laughs> yeah. i can
0: i can totally get that i think part yeah. of me part of my brain is just like okay cool alternate reality um see, but that's I, not that's, that's not really I set was, up anywhere
2: i was reading it more as like the government secretly had this technology but like the rest of the world doesn't know which, right, which would make
1: yeah. sense until this literal next scene where mm-hmm. he goes to a magnet boot prison, which is just <laughs> sci-fi shit.
0: Like it is just futuristic
1: yeah. sci-fi yep. shit. No, you're it right. is
0: also set it this is also like a secret prison though that's under an oil rig no, somehow.
1: No, uh, no, no it's incorrect. Weird. You can do you can do that when it's the fucking raft in Avengers. You can't do yeah. that in this movie. It's the, I
0: the boot Ugh. prison is very weird, and they don't necessarily <laughs> explain a whole lot about what those boots are doing. They're magnet um, boots. They keep, them, they, they keep them to magnets, the ground. Bitch. They keep they them to also, the ground, like, yeah. But they can also like freeze them and stop them moving. Yeah,
1: um, well, it's almost like... They don't fucking explain things. They should explain. <laughs>
0: um,
3: should well, explains. no, the, it wasn't
2: freezing people from moving. It was just holding them in place. Yeah. It, yeah. it, just,
0: it just locked their feet in place. Yeah. So, so um, poly- it like, was another draft of this movie that was set completely in the prison, which uh, no thanks. Yeah,
1: probably yeah, not good. But um, anyway. But,
0: but there is a moment in this movie. Basically, at this point, I'm like, oh, is this a prison break movie? I'm confused um yeah it
2: very much
3: feels oh, like the rest of the is gonna be when there that
2: prison. is a prison break it's too easy <laughs> too easy too
1: easy so, so so before we get there you guys are skipping sure. a lot yeah we're so sorry. pollux is being held in the magnet boot prison and so uh, um archer's gonna try and like convince pollux be like hey i'm your brother oh shit where do we put that bomb again oh right here it's a <laughs> fucking bad plan anyway yeah,
0: yeah. it's a bad plan it, it, it's a, it works it's a out
1: irredeemably a, bad plan
2: bad plan but like it works itself out in like a, no it the does only not way that's like remotely believable <laughs> uh, okay. where like he was able to make it slip in conversation kind of but it's but he doesn't he doesn't. he doesn't he he never gets it out of him he, he straight does. up it's, never gets it out no, of him. It. it's a bad plan. no he
1: does not no he does, he does not no he, no, he, says, he does uh, not
2: Cody, mm-hmm. he literally does in the movie. He says, uh, "He says like that thing is a work of art. It was. It should be in the Louvre. And he says, "Yeah, the L.A. Convention Center will have to work."
1: I mean, maybe, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, like it, it doesn't matter. matter because the people like, he was going to give the information
2: to are dead in the next scene. So nothing, nothing matters. He in doesn't this whole get out of the movie.
0: prison. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad plan that doesn't work, and that's the movie.
1: Despite it being deemed impossible, Troy wakes up um, from his coma with no face, and he's like, "Where's my That's face?" My favorite part, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb. No,
0: it's not my favorite part, but that well, is like when it's just so. T- like the, the plot of this movie <laughs> happens because it, it it's the plot of this movie.
2: When when he gets like, the the doctor and the doctor says, "What do you want?" and you can see his faceless face in the reflection of his glasses. And he just says, like, I'll give you one guess. (laughs) It's a pretty solid movie moment.
1: (laughs) So uh, uh, Troy gets his gang to come help him threaten the doctor into giving him the face. Uh, The faces have officially been swapped. Mm Mm-hmm um troy visits the prison he mocks archer he reveals himself and he's like hey bitch i burnt down the lab any evidence that this operation is happening is gone the procedure who knows um he also convinces pollux to reveal the bomb location to him in exchange for a plea deal so he gets his brother out by like being like hey tell me where the bomb is and then it makes troy
0: a very smart plan
1: this is a decent plan, yeah, because mm-hmm. it makes Troy, who is trying to live Archer's life, look like a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, he also gets in with Archer's family, which includes seducing his wife and saving his daughter from an abusive boyfriend. Um, so he's just living, he's doing that domestic life, I guess. It
0: truly, there's a mo- there's a little bit of this movie where you're like, is he a better husband and wife? Or is he a better husband and father than Troy? Archer and I I think by the end I I don't think he is but like his daughter seems to like him more
1: and his wife seems to like him more for a second I don't know for a second if you live with somebody you can tell that they're a different person I just none of this like nothing tracks in this movie for me okay but Um,
2: like I I hear you but like I (laughs) it's gonna sound weird but because I like just trust my eyes so much and like and literally the bodies and everything was supposed to be exactly the same. I would think Laura was just acting weird. Yeah. I think that like truly if someone,
0: I mean, if someone showed up and was acting weird, my thought wouldn't be, are you a different person in
3: the skin of my husband?
2: Now, if you're going to say it takes place in a world where this is possible and it's something that you'd expect could maybe be a possibility. That'd be one thing. But me living in my world where this doesn't happen I'd be like why are you acting so weird it's annoying right Even with but what that you go gu- wait wh- what you
1: guys are saying doesn't happen nobody is ever like you're acting weird
0: they're no, just the like wife, the wife is like that the wife uh, is like but that. but
1: barely yeah. it's like for two seconds and then yeah, well, like and that's the
2: it. the people he works with too were like uh no, they're just like, like,
1: oh, you're being like more. It's it's yeah, not they, they in a they like notice you're that he's being weird. Different.
2: It's they notice that he's know. acting it's different, and they, they like it because he's like being more like uh, less also, of a downer. like
0: his life, <laughs> his life had been consumed with catching caster. So right. now that he has caught him. It makes sense that, like, he's that he more free be, and happy. He'd be acting differently. They're, they're, so it it's makes just,
1: yeah. So, so I, I understand that the two actors are attempting to act like each other, right? Yes. Because they spent time trying to learn how to do that. That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense within context of this movie because they had interacted once. Like, so, so no. uh, why are they able to pull it off where they are just passing as each other?
0: Okay. Well, A... The reason Sean Archer is going undercover as Castor Troy is because he had been studying Castor for years. Yeah, they say that pretty much. He knew everything about him. Even when Pollux was like... Sure, that's
1: one side of it. What about the other side of it?
0: He honestly isn't very good at... He's basically playing I'm a good husband and father and I'm a detective. He, He isn't necessarily doing all of the... He ends up actually doing some of... Does he?
1: I just like, I read a lot of shit about Spielberg. I couldn't put on a Spielberg mask and pass off as him. Like it just
0: doesn't track. Your job wasn't to know where Spielberg was going to be and what he was going to do.
2: Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Mark on this one that like from, from that half of the spectrum where it's like, John Travolta's character embodying Troy, it makes sense. Like he was chosen because he knew him so well. But the on the other half where like Troy was tricking everybody into thinking he was Sean, um, he didn't really know Sean that well. So like, it but at the same time, he wasn't really doing as good a job being Sean. And I feel like more people were like picking up on the fact that he was being weird, but like, not that he was a different person, but that goes back to like my thing. Like, literally, Cody, if you were just acting weird right now, I would think you were just acting weird because I don't think that somebody switching bodies with you is a possibility. You know what I mean? Also,
0: like, <laughs> when when Caster takes over Sean's body, he—I think his like instinct, especially with the family, is to be like, "Okay, I'll just be a, my concept of a good husband and my concept of a good father." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. His wife is like, "Why are you being a good husband?" But I don't hate it. I guess you're just trying harder. And yeah. the daughter is kind of has the same reaction, except it's like, "Why are you being a good dad?" And kind of coming on to me. Um,
2: yeah, that was, yeah, in a
0: weird okay. way.
1: Very bad. Um, Archer incites a riot in the prison and escapes to Troy's hangout, meeting Sasha, who is the sister of the Kingpin, who is friends with Troy, and Sasha's son, Adam, who reminds Archer of his own son because every kid in the 90s looks exactly
2: the same. This Mm -hmm. was probably the worst part of the movie for me when he started saying, Michael, 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 like his son's name. It's uh, very bad. It's very Very bad. So it
1: turns out Adam is actually Troy's son, who is Mm -hmm. uh, really Nicolas Cage. Um, Troy learns of Archer's escape, so he takes Archer's team to raid the hideout, and it becomes a bloodbath, um, killing most tertiary characters, and then also Pollux. Um, This thing
0: is weirdly set to somewhere over the rainbow because that's what Adam is listening to on his headphones. Right. It's a weird choice
1: um archer's not fbi really, bo-
2: not, not not so effective for me
0: no. i don't think it really works that well either
1: no. yeah i don't think this scene's that good at all um archer's fbi boss blames all the bloodshed on who he thinks is archer and troy who is pissed off that pollux died kills the fbi boss and makes it look like a heart attack um then troy is promoted to acting director he's running the fbi now um just just an easy promotion. So then Archer gets <laughs> Sasha and Adam to safety, and then he goes to yeah. Eve, his wife, trying to persuade her that this whole crazy plan was real. And the way he does that is by saying, um, like, my blood is different than uh, Troy's blood. So she takes a sample yeah. of Troy's blood and finds that it doesn't match what Archer's was, so now she's convinced. Also, holy fuck, is this convenient? There's, like, four types of blood. <laughs> and like five <laughs> or something. What are the odds? Yeah. yeah. Like.
2: Anyway. I mean, I don't know. What are, what are y'all's blood types?
1: Don't fucking know.
2: I don't fucking know. <laughs> so
1: it wouldn't help with Maybe positive,
2: all. man. Yeah. Universal I'm, recipient. I can take anybody's blood and it's fine. Uh, you fucking mooch. <laughs> yeah. Um if I'm dying, so- you can give me blood. Either of you. It doesn't matter. I'll you don't, the, don't know I'll what take, mine is. I'll take whatever kind of blood. It doesn't matter what kind of blood you have. I can take it.
1: It does. Maybe it's uh, monster blood. Um, Tiger blood, so. maybe.
0: Hey, all I know is I bleed uh, blue and orange.
1: Hell yeah. War More Eagle. War eagle, eagle, guys. War
0: damn. Um. So football uh, season's uh, coming up. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> so <about> e-
0: <laughs> People keep telling me that, and I'm just sure. Yep. We don't care about football.
3: I care a little bit.
1: So Eve tells Archer that Troy will be vulnerable at the FBI boss's funeral. Uh, Troy anticipated Archer's actions um, because he knows everything about him, even though they've never met, like I said earlier. Um, and he holds Eve hostage. Uh, Sasha shows up. Also don't know how the fuck she knew to be there. Um, and after a gunfight <laughs> where she saves Eve, like she sacrifices herself so new why or like old wife, um, can be back with uh, Arch- <laughs> Archer as Troy. Um, so she dies, but then she says, hey, Archer, will you take care of Adam? Which...
2: Fucking whatever. Th- does she think she's talking to Troy there? It's a little...
1: No, she doesn't know about the mix em up makeup shit.
2: So she thinks she's talking to Troy?
1: Yeah. mix
0: up makeup shit was actually the production title of this movie. It
1: should have been. <laughs> Um, um, so that was yeah, weird. So, sh- so she has no idea. And no. She's like, take care of your son.
2: What I, what I did like about... Yeah. What I did like about this scene was... I feel like it's the f- one of the only times in a movie where there's like a stick em up scene with like all these guns going around where the guns actually go off and most of the people actually like are just shot and killed like there. But the important people aren't. So it doesn't really...
1: Yeah, no, the they was, just were was, like, we need more room to fucking drive a speedboat
2: around. <laughs> Mexican sales are that like, that was a like John
0: Woo.
2: Go ahead. I, I just, I just like that that the guns actually just went off and like people like died. I guess I just wasn't yeah, expecting like, like, that to happen in like a scene like this
0: the standoff like actually paid off right. whereas a lot of times people just like back away do you guys remember that exactly. SNL skit where they got in a mexican standoff and then they like just went about their day they're like i need to pick up my kids so they all like in the mexican standoff <laughs> go and pick up the guys kids
2: no like, that's a that solid one. concept it, it, but i haven't seen it no very funny <laughs> the, the,
0: short.
1: The, the only gun uh, short i remember is dear mm, sister what you say dear sister mm, what you say <laughs> yeah. yeah that one Um, One of the most brilliant pieces of comedy, like,
0: ever. It's so funny. Um, Anyway. uh, Oh, I was going to say that John Woo, like, he has a couple signature things that are in all of his movies. One of them clearly is doves. Yes. Uh, They are everywhere. Um, And another one is Mexican standoffs, which he, like, that is something, like, I something we like to talk about on this podcast is like what about these movies are so influential and I think that those Mexican standoffs I mean you see those parodied you see those still used Um, and John Wu he kind of he didn't start it, I see no, face. No, yeah, I don't know what your take <laughs> but, like, is he,
1: here, but it's not the right one.
0: But he, like, he popularized the kind of, like, Mexican standoff, slow motion, big explosion I
1: don't know about scenes. that. I really that is, don't.
0: That It has been, like, th- he is credited with, with bringing that to America and...
1: Uh, mm, or, or Clint Eastwood movies, or, uh, like, uh, John Wayne movies. But
0: that's completely, like... Complete, like That is a completely different type of like, it's not the, it's not the same.
1: How? Literally, how is it not the same? You were saying a Mexican standoff, which is two people standing and pointing guns at each other. That has been around since cinema, basically. These Mexican
0: standoffs have another John Woo classic, which is... Everybody's holding two guns because we got two hands, might as well have two guns.
1: There have been two guns in hands before. I just I don't like I'm not trying to like completely like be like this this choice is wrong, but like this is an odd take, Mark.
2: This is truly uh, an odd take. I feel like they happened all the time similar to this in westerns. Like Yes,
1: that's what that's what I'm saying. Um I think John Woo is probably influential in other ways. I think there's like Michael Bay probably studied a lot at the feet oh, of John I Woo. Like I, I see Bay like all the over action movie. scenes. Yes. Can
0: I read the third sentence of John Woo's Wikipedia page?
1: Go for it. It doesn't mean it's right.
0: He is considered a major influence on the action genre known for his highly chaotic action sequences. Check. Mexican standoffs. And frequent use of slow motion.
1: Hey, you know what so, Wikipedia doesn't say? He created Mexican standoffs, and he's the reason they're used to them I didn't say
0: he created them. I said that his influence, and he popularized them.
1: I don't Maybe not think popu- that's right. I don't know I don't if
0: popularize is the right word, but that is his influence. Two guns, Mexican standoff, slow motion, fucking huge explosions, chaotic action action sequences.
1: Yeah, and it's why action movies were pretty shitty. For, like, 15 years, in my opinion. <laughs> because
0: people were trying to do them. Th- the reason that it works in his movies is because the plots are the same level of ridiculousness as the action.
1: I think it works in this one movie. Like, Agreed. if it's going to work, and I don't think this movie is that good. He made the worst Mission Impossible movie.
2: Easily. Yeah, no, That's I completely That's the only other agree. movie I've seen. Right. It's I, not good.
0: I have only... I've seen that mission impossible. And then I tried to watch his most recent one on Netflix and it is, uh, bad. Um, but I think that like, there's just something special about this movie where all of it kind of comes together.
1: I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I think he's got some influence <laughs> on like action movies. I don't think
2: this is it, necessarily. I,
1: I think it's the explosion things. I think it's yeah. the loud, big noise. A lot of slow motion
2: w- work, a lot of like yeah. the whooshes, the noise, the explosions.
1: It's, it's the very 90s style of action movie, and he definitely was a huge part of that. But I think yeah. that style is bad, and I think that style doesn't hold up I at all. I think
0: that it... I think I might agree with you that some of it does not hold up. I don't think that a lot of the gunfights hold up at all. They're too chaotic for me. I don't think any of it does. I love his chase scenes. I love what he's doing. I I just I genuinely love everything yeah. that Travolta and Nick Cage do in this movie.
2: The boat and the plane and the performances, I agree, are all working for me. But there's just a lot of like stuff that's dragging the movie down. And like one of the things for me is that's dragging it down is like a big missed opportunity where like they don't really ever go into the horrors of like wearing the skin of the man that killed your son in a way that's like beneficial to the movie or like right. really thought provoking or interesting in any kind of way. And like, yeah, or I even, don't know if
0: this movie is trying
2: to be super thought provoking. It's it's not, but like a, if you're going to have a movie with this plot where like, you're literally wearing the skin of a man that you've like hunted down for years. I feel like you gotta do something with that. Con- Cause I like think conceptually that's like deeply disturbing. And there's one scene where he yells, like, fuck you, at the surgeons that did this to him. But that's it. After that, he's pretty much I mean, over it.
0: Yeah. I mean, when he sees himself in the mirror the first time, he mm-hmm. is, like, horrified. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if you guys noticed it, but at the end, uh, there's a lot of mirrors around.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh. oh I, noticed. I noticed. It was not I so subtle. When they're, they're they pull the guns on each other, but it's just a mirror, and they're, like... They but they
1: shoot like, at the fucking mirror.
2: What is so, the plan? It's
1: so. What is the, the plan? plan? Neither neither one of them move out of the way. They move out of the way once the like gun. But hey, hide behind the mirror, then fucking run away. Is uh, I hate it. it no, n- no logic. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> Troy also tries to use Jamie, who is uh, Archer's daughter, as a hostage, but she stabs him in a leg with a butter butterfly knife that he had given her earlier in the movie to, like, keep boys away. Um, Archer chases after Troy in a speedboat chase, which we've talked about, forces him back to shore, and then they mm-hmm. fight. Troy tries to taunt Archer by slicing his own face, which is Archer's face. Yeah. Then Archer shoots him with a spear gun.
2: A spear <laughs> Spear <laughs> gun. Which rules? They were on a boat. For um, spear guns. I was I was hoping that him ruining his face would mean the face transplant surgery couldn't happen and that he'd have to have Nicolas Cage's face for the rest of his life.
0: Which it, would... I think that would be such an unsatisfying ending. No.
2: I think, I, it, I think it'd be well, interesting. Oh, oh yeah. you prefer the ending we got? Cody, you want to talk about <laughs> Yeah, that I'll ending? wrap it
1: up. I'll wrap it up. So, agents arrive who have been convinced by Eve about this whole crazy scenario, which... I mean, it bears repeating how Um, (laughs) they just accept it. And they're like, they're just, and she's like, like, Hey, look, there's blood. There's, there's some blood samples. Cool. Work for
3: us. Right. Um, he's O. So, oh,
2: he's O positive. It means he's definitely <laughs> Archer. Uh, but it's, anyways. It doesn't, uh, I get the, It's a big, the, crazy the, movie, but it's funny. The, the,
1: the face <laughs> transplant is reversed. Yeah. And no problem. Archer happens? goes home to his family, which but now includes Adam.
0: His adopted son.
2: Yeah. He just brings Adam, and he didn't talk to his family about it. And I like he to just, imagine a version of this scene where the family was like, oh, no. No, we, we don't. We don't.
3: Well, I'd
1: that. like to envision the next five years where Adam severely fucked up because John Travolta just calls him Michael, like because he <laughs> is so clearly like a replacement child.
2: Yeah, yeah it is fucked that up. That kid's going through therapy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole family <laughs> yeah, should. His
2: parents are evil. Oh, and uh, how about the daughter's um, like trauma of having been licked by the body of her father? on yep. her face and like it's assaulted and uh yeah it's really really gross <laughs> it's just but they're all embracing like they can be a normal family finally after going through this weird 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 thing like this was what they needed to be a normal family again
3: which
2: right. like that sentiment is the worst part of the movie possibly <laughs> yep <laughs> that like yep. yeah <laughs> yep it's yep. weird and that's I okay been shitting on this movie a lot but Nicholas Cage and John Travolta did a very good job.
0: I completely understand, and for a large part, agree with your complaints about <laughs> the third act of this movie making just <laughs> jack shit zero sense. Yeah, and also getting too complicated, maybe for its own good. Um, yeah, like what, don't even bring like the blood types is, into it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it. You had to have the police. Believe him somehow, and there's really no good way to actually convince, um, convince someone that you're not the person that you are. Um, hey, here's
2: that makes, that, makes that the movie. Hey, Make that the movie. Hey, what about the, these bad boys? Finger fingerprints. Then replace the <laughs> fingerprints. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> sure I mean that's that they, a yeah.
1: Good good point. <laughs> You know what is a good movie about like mistaken identity and like chase scenes and stuff like that is Freaky The Friday. Fugitive, which oh. is a movie that we watched and the action is better, <laughs> the story is better. It got nominated it for an is Oscar. It's a
3: completely
0: different movie. Yeah. It's, it's, a good one.
1: it's still yeah, it's still an action movie. It's still a mistaken identity movie. Yeah. It's still, I don't know. It's This it's,
0: isn't a mistaken ide- this is a stolen Id- identity movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, whatever.
2: It,
0: it's not like, like, oh no, you this is a misunderstanding. This is like a, it's a completely different type of thing.
2: It is a misunderstanding though. <laughs> I don't know. He was essentially going undercover and then it just like, he could never come out of it again. Escalated, Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, that's the movie. <laughs> I, normally we have like questions here, but we kind of like hit on everything. That's why I'm like trying yeah. to think out, think about like what else there is to really talk about it. Um, oh,
2: you could one vote. thing I'm, I thought, go ahead. I, one thing I just thought was interesting about this movie was like, I think it's very much a product of the time it was made in. Like
1: absolutely. It absolutely yeah. feels yeah. like
2: a nineties action movie. And yeah. like in a way that like some of them, like I, Boogie Nights was just the last one we talked about. I feel like a movie like Boogie Nights could exist now where it's I, a bit more
1: timeless. Yeah. I agreed. don't
2: feel like Boogie Night. I, I'm sorry. I don't feel like face off. Would ever get made again? It Absolutely
1: had to be not. made
2: yeah. in the '90s.
1: Ag-
0: right,
2: completely agree. Mm-hmm. And I don't
0: think that movies have to be timeless to be good. No, no, I don't, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't think so either. I just think this one isn't timeless. Yeah, and also isn't good.
0: I also think the Fugitive is. Well, the Fugitive could be made today, but it also feels like a '90s movie. It does, like it a does. like an earlier '90s movie.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah. but I bet the the Fugitive probably does get remade at some
2: point. It, Face if Off, it does get remade, it'll well. feel it'll feel very different, obviously, because it does feel like a '90s movie. But like the yeah. but plot, like, it, the, the plot of Face Off <laughs> would not be greenlit today. Oh no, no. never. Well, I is, like, the, well,
1: the Bright did come out. Like there are weirder <laughs> things.
2: Like Bright did come out. anything possible. Bright did come out. Yeah, it's kind I of think... like encouraging the fact that Bright came out. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess it's that anything could happen. I guess that's I'm true. I'm
0: trying to think of what the closest analog to Face Off would be today, and I'm partly want to say Kingsman, even though I don't think that's true. No, because uh. Kingsman's
1: more self-aware, I think, than Face Off is.
2: Yeah. If Face Off came out today, it would have to be a self-aware. Yeah, company. I think like so. In, in the vein of Spy Who Dumped Me, almost. Like, but I
0: also think that it is at least a little bit aware of the fact that it is just huge and like I think yeah. I think everyone knows Maybe. that it is just off the off the wall
2: it's off the wall but it still takes it i don't know i kind of think john
1: travolta and Nicolas
0: cage both are taking it super
1: seriously
2: and john woo like everyone I think, involved seems to be taking it very seriously i think, this, I think so yeah i think that but, if they
0: didn't take it seriously it almost wouldn't it wouldn't work
2: yeah maybe like, it has to be like earnestly that big in a way The
0: self seriousness of it is what i like about it
1: i think maybe the closest analog would be the more recent fast and furious movies because those are just like super action Mm. it the plot doesn't really matter it's somewhat over the top i think those movies are much better Is the difference
0: i think that that comparison is good because i think that the people who make those movies have realized that the plots don't matter but yep. at the same time, they don't necessarily... They aren't like, we can get the camera like, uh, you know this doesn't matter. Let's cut to the action. Right. They right, still right. care mm-hmm. about it.
1: In the latest Fast and Furious movie, Charlize Theron is a hacker who makes cars fall from the sky, kind of, from parking <laughs> garages. So, like, I, I, they're probably the closest analog. Um, I just enjoy them a lot more. Um,
0: it's a, It's been a second since we played a, a good casting game. You guys want to hear some some duos that were thought of for the Travolta cage rolls?
1: Um, I sure. think so. There was something I was going to say, but it has completely slipped me, so maybe I'll remember it. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, I know um, what I'm going to say, but we can do it after this. Yeah, go for it. So
0: this movie was written for Arnold Schwarzenegger and
2: Sylvester Stallone.
1: Okay, well, uh, maybe this is the best version yeah. of this movie. Kill me now.
2: That sounds <laughs> like uh, this sounds like a bad movie. Yep. I don't I care of, like, for either of them at all. Sylvester like
1: Stallone bad. has been good in things, as has Schwarzenegger, but yeah, as a here's, like cultural force.
0: Here's the line you have to walk with this, is that they both have to be actors who are easily imitated but they also have to be good enough actors that they can do an imitation of the other we
2: would have to hear arnold schwarzenegger try to do a stallone accent and And vice vice versa versa. and that sounds like the most annoying thing in the world
1: no they wouldn't do the accents because they had the voice modulators
2: but like true
0: but they would still try to they're not actors in a weird way so like
1: so the modern version, who would be cast in the modern version if they're easily imitatable?
0: But are good imitators. But are
1: good Interesting. imitators. Interesting. You want me to just just it, go it'd through be, some more? It'd be Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell, probably.
3: <laughs>
0: Actually, hold on. <laughs> like I'm trying to think because like Got to mail a letter to myself.
1: I'm trying to think of like a like a big actors right now that are like Super, like, have like weird ticks or anything, and I can't really think of any. Yeah, like, let, me, the, let me just go sp-
0: through a couple, a couple more options here. Is a what yeah. about um Michael Douglas and Harrison Ford? Mm,
1: better movie, <laughs> much better movie, better actually. Mean, but
0: I don't know if they're Im- imitatable. Yeah, yeah, but they're but they're
1: Harrison way better actors. Harrison is Ford the thing. is
2: replace Harrison Ford with uh, John Travolta, and then keep Nicholas Cage. I'm into it.
1: I, I think Michael Douglas also is a great actor. I think they. Yeah. I think it would be a much different movie, and probably it, could not be directed by John Woo no, if it had those two agreed, actors in agreed. it.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And I think those two were thrown around. But bef- I think all of these were thrown around before John Woo was signed on. Right. Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin.
1: <laughs> oh God! I mean, I'm, prob- that feels
0: nice. I'm, I'm very on board with that. Actually, <laughs> it'd be I interesting. I want that movie. Al Pacino and Pacino. Robert De Niro.
1: Um. Yeah, that feels right. But too similar. Nah, they no? could. The, I no. here's the thing. I think all of these except for the first one you said, which I already remembered, are better.
0: Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Well, what about Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal?
1: Okay, that one's worse. Bad. So okay. <laughs> there you go. Most of them were better, but those were worse. Yeah. Um. While we're talking about casting, I want to recognize our um. Um best pictures hall of famers um i uh, now that we've seen a bunch of movies mm-hmm. i want to yeah. do this every episode mm-hmm. so we have uh or alumni is what we should call them so right. from pulp fiction we have john travolta yeah. from showgirls we have gina gershon and from fargo we have yeah. john carol lynch so very
2: different character he carol lynch. yeah yep. he was the husband he was the very sweet uh norm norm yep. very normal husband norm <laughs>
1: This is going to be pretty annoying. Like in 2018, though, when I, when whenever we do the year <laughs> for like our picks for 2018, and it's just like a list. Like, yeah. uh, we've talked about all these actors before. Um,
2: okay. Um, yeah, I feel,
0: like, I feel like Bruce Willis is going to show up a lot. I,
1: I
2: mean, think he's already been in so, several. Yeah. There's a chance uh, he'll be in 99. Spoiler alert.
1: Um. Yes, there is a chance. Um, I would love to. I may sit down and do this at one point, whenever like towards the end, towards whenever we're ca- caught up to the year that we're in. I would love to do like the data of what actors appear in the most things. Yeah, because um, like no matter who's our what, most rewarded actor,
2: I feel like we'll get a sense of like what actor is in like just tends to be in good movies because yeah. like we'll be talking Boy, about movies, movies that, that we, we like. like. So right. Right, right.
1: We probably should do that with directors also. See what directors pop up. Um, I bet Birds there's will a be bunch of stuff. I think. Yeah, that one will definitely be easier. Um, anyway, <laughs> are
2: we ready to vote?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we're ready to vote. Mark, uh, yeah, no, start Mark. Mark. Start with Mark. Yeah, Mark, go first.
0: Okay, this is funny because I'm going to stick with Boogie Nights because oh. as good as 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 much as I do enjoy this movie, I see plenty of flaws in it. Um, I, I. I just think that Boogie Nights is a better movie, but mm-hmm. I do love this movie,
2: uh, Cody. But do you like Boogie Nights better or Face Off? Yeah,
1: I, I like Boogie Nights better. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, it wasn't like I needed to see this movie for the culture, basically. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's culturally talked about. I really don't have a need to watch it again. Is kind of how I feel about it.
2: Um, I really like Nicolas Cage and to filter in this movie. Um. When Nicolas Cage shrugs out of the plane, I feel like I've seen that gif many times, but I love that moment. It's just good. You know what I'm talking about? Shrugging out of the plane? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's brutal. It's, it's a real like, <laughs> oh, he's a bad guy.
2: <laughs> but like insert that with like something like he didn't just kill a person. And it's just like a funny oops face, and I oops. like it. Uh, but but Boogie Nights is a better movie. Yes, it is. So.
1: Okay, so uh, boys, tell uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet.
0: Um, if you want to tell me how right I am about this pick, you can tweet at me at Wallington Mark uh, or follow <laughs> me on Letterboxd at Mark zero zero one four.
2: I am interested to see what the Facebook poll is like here. If people tend to like Boogie Nights better, because we'll we'll put them against each other in Facebook group too, uh, which Cody will plug in a little bit. But I'm curious about that. See if other people agree. Uh, Or just want to like, you know, buy into the Nicolas Cage meme, Um, which, gross. Uh, You can find me at Chad A. Oliver everywhere. Um,
1: Yeah. Yep, you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter. You can find me on Letterboxd by just searching my name. You can find Best Pictures at the Best Pictures Facebook group on Facebook. Uh, And you can find us on Twitter at WePickPicks, W-E-P-I-C-K-P-I-C-S. If you haven't, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts um the more of those we get the more people see us supposedly i don't know that's the
2: racket that they tell everybody i'm sure yeah, it's i I hear that on a lot of podcasts so i believe it but i believe it i don't, I don't know. know um apple, apple podcast isn't like sending us any like emails gonna, about like you got some i'm like,
0: gonna need some some proof uh in order to prove this you could just rate review yeah. And subscribe, and subscribe
1: yeah. yeah so we would know um it's and like, i think
0: that click here to subscribe nope Nope. not how it works in an audio audio audio
1: form um so I think that's gonna be it hey Mark what's the best movie of
0: 1997 Boogie Nights Chad best movie 1997 give it to me
2: Booger Nights uh Cody what's the best movie of 1997
1: the best movie of 1997 is Boogie Nights thanks everybody for listening and remember if you dress like Halloween ghouls will try to get in your pants Next episode on Best Pictures, we're discussing Paul Verhoeven's Starship Troopers. It's available to rent on Amazon or iTunes.